Hey winner, welcome to Red Hot Mindset, where I help you step into the fire of refinement so you can come out stronger and crush your goals God's way. On Tuesday, I had blogger and podcaster Erin Todd on the show talking about her journey of overcoming food and body issues and how Jesus set her free from the diet prison. If you want to learn more about her story, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. It's really easy to find. It's the one right before this. As a redhead who battled insecurity and body image issues for over 30 years, Erin now claims the concept of being both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. Now she's on a mission to empower and equip women to follow Jesus, not diets. I love that. Today, I have her on our Thursday tidbits to share a little bit more about intuitive eating, what it is, and how to get started with it. Thursday tidbits are short and sweet episodes filled with tangible tips you can implement immediately. My goal with these topics is that you can use them to fuel your growth as you focus on being intentional in every area of your life. So let's get into today's Thursday tidbit with Erin. Welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and through this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you step into the fire of refinement so God can mold and transform you into a woman ready to step into your calling and crush your goals his way. I do this by helping you overcome your mental barriers through a faith-based approach of building inner strength and resilience. Each episode, I will bring you thought process, productivity tips, and inspirational stories from everyday people, all so you can live intentionally and move forward confidently with the gifts God has given you. As a running enthusiast, I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. Hey, Erin, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to have you on here for Thursday Tidbits. Yay, me too. Let's do this. Yeah. So on Tuesday... You shared your story about being a slave to skinny until Jesus set you free. I love that you say that because I think that's just so catchy, but it's so true because we are really a slave to things until our Lord sets us free. Um, But today I'm excited to have you back for our Thursday tidbits to talk about intuitive eating. We didn't get too much into that on our Tuesday episode. um, And it's something that you teach really well. It's something that I'm actually learning from you. Um, So I would love for you to just give a short briefing of why this topic matters to you. Oh, sure. I am so passionate about this topic because I have lived the struggle and I don't want anybody to be stuck where I was. I wasted so many years and um, I just, I feel like the Lord is calling out a revival of Christian women to just kind of get back to him and get rid of this distraction of dieting and body and like really live and live our purpose. And, and I have finally tasted and seen what that feels like. And it is fire. I want this for other women. So I am just um, so excited to be sharing this message and um, letting people learn from my mistakes because there's a lot of them. (laughs) Isn't that cool though? Because I think that so many times we get down on failing or mistakes, but God, I always kind of say, maybe God might not have given it. He might've, there might've been something of him helping in that, but he might not have given it, but he can use it and it can become our message if we let him, but we have to be willing to surrender and become vulnerable because I think that's the hardest part in sharing our stories is that we become vulnerable now. Yeah. Yeah. So true story. (laughs) (laughs) It's still scary to do it, but, um, 
I've never regretted it. And it's always, uh, it's always a gift. And I just think about how much I get what I receive when other people share their story and their testimony and their struggles. And you can connect with that and be like, Oh, I get that. It's so powerful. Stories are so powerful. They are. And that's why I love sharing them. Um, and if you haven't heard Erin's story on Tuesday, you need to go back and listen to it because she shares all about uh, the struggles that she had in the diet culture and how Jesus did set her free. Um, she's been free for a few years and now she's teaching what she's learned. Um, and it was a really powerful conversation. Um, but yes, I do love the stories. I just feel like they're motivating because it's like, you've been there, you've gotten through it. I can too. It's kind of the, you did it. If you did it, I can, you know, um, yes. God isn't a respecter of persons. He, it, it's just, um, he's not going to help one person and not another. If we ask him, he's going to help us. He wants us to, um, surrender to him, you know? Yes, totally. So, so why do you think that, uh, for us women, we need to be talking about a healthy balance of food and dieting? What's so important? Oh, I think this is a universal struggle for women. I don't know a single woman in my life who isn't personally affected by this or has a very close family member who is personally affected by it. It's just something we all wrestle with because we live in a diet culture that is very demanding and oppressive to women and basically tells women that your value is your body and that's the most important thing about you. And so of course we all struggle with this. Yeah, yeah that's so true. Um, and now we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about intuitive eating, uh, which is not a diet. <laughs> Not a diet, <laughs> not a diet. But before I know we have three tips, I'm going to have you share. Um, what do we need to know before we dive in? What do we need to know about intuitive eating? I know there's so much and um, I'll talk about how you can learn more later on. Um, but what do we need to know before we start? Okay. So in a nutshell, intuitive eating, um, first of all, it, it it's a book. It's been around for years. They just released like the 20th anniversary edition of it. Mm. Um, and it was written by two women uh, nutritionists. So it is a health nutrition-informed book. It is not inherently faith-based, but uh, what the Lord kind of dropped in my lap in my own journey with this is just showing me how well these principles actually align with scripture. So they weren't designed to do that, but because they are so, um, so all about listening to your body and responding to that, of course, God designed our bodies and so you're really working with nature and how um, how we were meant to relate to food and movement and our our mindset about um, ourselves and our bodies. Mm, I love it. I love it. I'm all about mindset, mindfulness, mindset. Um, how can we work with it without fixating on it? And I feel like that's what intuitive eating does. Like I said, I've been listening to your podcast on it, and I think it's a freeing option to learn how to create a healthy lifestyle with food yeah. rather than always being on a diet or on a program. So I know I've struggled in the past, even feeling guilty because I like treats, you know, I like some of that yep. stuff and I feel guilty every time I eat it. And that's not, I don't think that's healthy either because then again, it's fixating on it. I'm fixating too much on how much I'm having of treats and stuff. Yes, we need moderation on all of it, but it's so true. Um, so uh, as we get into these tips, what's the first thing that we need to do as we learn more about intuitive eating? I think the whole premise and the setup, and this is the other reason it so completely aligns with the word, is the premise is diet culture is putting all these rules and guilt and shame on you. And wait a minute, who put shame on us? That's the enemy. 
Like diet culture as a system of oppression and a system of rules, it's basically spiritual warfare. And when you can finally recognize it for what it is and um, call it out and reject it for that, um, it becomes a whole lot easier to align with, uh, with our bodies and our our design and the way the Lord made us. So I think the first thing to know about intuitive eating is we're going to be rejecting the diet mentality. That is principle one. We're rejecting the mentality, the culture that comes with it. And as Christians, aren't we called to be countercultural? I mean, it's just the, (laughs) I just laugh every time I think of another thing where it works. I'm like, ah, (laughs) yes. So yeah, I mean, I, I think part of my healing journey with this too, was really getting eyes to see the evil and the spiritual warfare and learning to recognize it and mentally saying, nope, like, nope, I'm not doing that. I do not internalize that message. I reject that. That does not line up with the word. Um, I just say no to it. Not today, Satan. I love that. Not today, (laughs) Satan. (laughs) But you know, I think culture plays such a huge role in so many things we do today. It is like, and, and the word does say we are called countercultural because we aren't going to fit in. And if we're, we have to be okay with that. Um, in order to make it in this world as a Christian, but I never actually thought of diet culture as spiritual warfare. So that, but it really does totally make sense because it is, I feel guilty when I have a treat. I feel shame when I don't look the way I want to look, right? Those kinds of things are all diet culture and they're of the devil. They're not, shame doesn't come from God, you know? And so that, I mean, that's huge and really kind of goes back in a way to, the idols we have in our lives, because a lot of the times I think some idols come from that, like the guilt or the shame or whatnot. And that's how we fixate on these things. And they become more a part of our world more than God is. Um, and so, and I think dieting for many people becomes that. So, um, so that's huge spiritual warfare. Wow. I yeah. never even thought of that. And it is really crazy how it aligns with scripture and, um, and so, okay. So what's the next step that we would need to learn? Okay. So another thing and kind of the whole cornerstone, once you've rejected the diet mentality, the main foundation of many of the 10 principles all comes back to and boils down to listening to your body. Mm. It's that simple. Like intuitive eaters um, are born every day. You were born an intuitive eater. And at some point, diet culture got its hooks in you. Maybe it was watching how other people around your family table were eating. Maybe it was like me with like YM magazine as a middle schooler. And you're just starting to notice all of these things culturally that begin to interfere with your body's natural design and the way you related to food as, um, as a, as a baby and as a kid, because before diet culture got in the way, your body knew what to do and it could regulate itself. And it told you when it was hungry, it told you what sounded good to eat, gave you cravings. It told you when to stop eating when you were full. It told you when you were restless and you needed to get up and move so that your body felt good. I mean, if we listen to our body, God's design, it's it's a pretty, it's a pretty much a win-win situation because when we're not getting in the way, it works really well. Hmm, that's so true. I think like relearning God's design. That's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. And, and his design for us. So, something that I come back to on the days when it's hard and I'm like kind of questioning my signals or I get really in my head about, oh, did my what is my body really saying? Oh, I don't know. It's like, well, okay, like it's a trust issue. Like hmm. the hunger is there. 
my stomach's growling. I feel the hunger. Am I going to trust that? Am I going to trust that signal from God's design of my body telling me it's time to nourish yourself? Or am I going to push it away and go, no, no, I shouldn't be hungry now and listen to, you know, worldly rules about what I should be eating and when I should be hungry and what I'm allowed to eat when I'm hungry. So intuitive eating generally is rejecting an external set of rules and having you look inward and listen to your body um, for those questions of what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, and to move and take care of yourself too with like sleeping. I mean, this is is kind of a gross example, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there because it's very (laughs) memorable. Okay, we listen to our body when it tells us it's time to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> we all know how, we all know what it's like to feel that sensation and go, oh, gotta go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. And we don't question that. <laughs> Sometimes out of convenience, maybe we're trying to hold it until we get to a nicer bathroom or something. But doing that to the extreme would would render disastrous results if you were really denying those signals and you even had the ability to control that. No, you have to listen to, your body is giving you very important information and you need to heed it and respond in a way that says, okay, body, I'm taking care of you by going to the bathroom or by nourishing myself or by going to bed when I'm sleepy or by moving when I've been sitting all day. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's a really good example because it's true. And if we took this mindfulness and did it in all those areas, um, how better off would we be? Because I even think spiritual nutrition, um, a lot of times we'll get our body will say, I have, I lack energy. I lack, I'm feeling down or whatever, but then we have to look at it. Why is that happening? And it might be because we haven't gotten time alone with the Lord in a while. So I can see how that, um, finding that intuition is really important to say, Oh, I feel hunger maybe it means I'll have a snack or whatever it is. Um, and I can see how some people might think, how can I, how can I do this without rules and not feel like regulated, but when you're just listening to your body, there really is no rule in that. Exactly. And that's probably why it's so freeing. It, exactly. And that's also why it's kind of hard to, um, let people know what to expect because everybody's body is different and everybody has different signals. Like the way you feel hunger, that physical sensation in your body might be different than how I feel hunger in my body. Mm -hmm. And you might have a couple of different ways, depending on the severity of the hunger you're feeling. And also that's just physical hunger, like biological time to eat hunger. There's like you were saying, emotional hunger, Mm -hmm. other types of hunger where your body's telling you, I have this need and to nourish yourself, you need to meet the need. So it's not just about food. Um, in terms of hungers. So listening to your body is going to pay dividends outside of just, you know, the plate and your relationship at the table with food. Yeah, that's so good. Um, Okay, so we have two points. What's your final thought for us today? I'm excited about this. (laughs) Well, okay, so we've listen to our body or we're cultivating that skill. And this beautiful thing happens when we start tuning in we're also going to be at the same time, just naturally getting better at tuning in to the Holy Spirit. Mm. So we're listening to our body. We're living in alignment with that. And then we also get to have basically the Christian version of intuition here is the Holy Spirit. We are being led and guided and directed by the Holy Spirit in our choices. And when we don't know what to do, or we're wrestling with something, we have help there. And 
it really helps you to navigate those difficult moments where maybe the diet mentality has popped up and you're battling with your self-talk or you're battling over some guilt of wanting to eat a treat food or whatever it is for you. It's like you have Holy Spirit in you working this out and helping you do it because doing it alone and doing it um, with one foot in diet culture still, it's very, very challenging. So I think learning to be spirit-led in your eating and the way you move is like the first step of that. But then what happens after you've been doing that for a little while is it opens up into uh, living. It's not just intuitive eating, it's intuitive living. And for me, that's spirit-led living. Like that, I, I use those as synonyms in my mind and have lived that out. And I just think it's, um, it's a way to practice listening to God in a way that you're kind of forced to do it constantly. You have to eat several times a day. You need to take care of your body several times a day. So it's like kind of gets you in this daily reliance mode and, um, that pray continually verse. It's like, oh, this is what this is about. Like, let me constantly be checking in uh, with the Lord and assuming um, or aligning myself with uh, his will for my life and let him tell me what that is. And I am taking, you know, my hands off as, as somebody that used to be so in control and driving the bus with my mindset and what my goal was on it, letting go of that and letting the body lead and the spirit lead. It's a completely different way of living and it feels so much better. <laughs> I love that happy dance. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> That's what happens when you let the spirit lead. Exactly. <laughs> you dance. You will dance for joy because it is that much better. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I do think that's true because if you're learning to listen to the spirit for eating, you're going to learn to listen to them in all areas too. It's like everything trickles to all the different areas. And Mm -hmm. when you find that discipline in one area um, of being led, then it's easier in the other because it is hard. It's hard to take your hand off the wheel and say, I don't get it. Uh, Because I mean, you're a type, you said you're a type A, I'm a type A, we're redheads, you know, like, (laughs) you're telling me I can't be in control. I don't know what that means. (laughs) So mm. the, the feeling of surrender, which used to terrify me is actually a really luxurious feeling now. It's just nice. Mm -hmm. And, um, you, that's something that I can tell you until I'm blue in the face and you won't believe me until you do it. But when you do, you're like, Oh, that's what she was talking about. (laughs) I got it now. (laughs) Oh yeah. I think it's true though. We have to learn for ourselves. Like we have to get to that point and feel it. And then we can go, Oh, I get it. So that's, what's so challenging with intuitive eating. People are used to diets that tell you do step A, then B, then C, and you get this result. And this is what it's going to feel like every step of the way with intuitive eating. You're literally discovering it for yourself. You're Mm -hmm. relearning your body. You're relearning what it feels like to eat and move in a way that feels good for you, not what somebody told you to do. Like you have to discover it for yourself because everyone's different. God made each one of us differently and you and your creator get to figure out what works best for you in a way that lets you honor God with how you approach food and your health. Mm, So true. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing those. This is this has been so helpful, even for me. I'm sure that everyone listening is loving it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's, it's it takes it it sets you free. 
I love when things set you free. And um, Me too. so just to recap, uh, the three tips with intuitive aiding, uh, getting started, obviously this is just a bird's eye view of it. Um, you know, start seeing diet culture as a spiritual warfare, see it for what it is. Um, number two is to learn to listen to your body. Your body will have the tell all signs, listen to it, really feel into it. And then number three is to learn to be spirit led. When we do that, when we let go of control and we learn to be spirit led, so much good can happen. Um, so there's actually 10 intuitive eating principles, right? Um, so right. if you want to learn more, if you really enjoyed this conversation that Erin and I had, you're going to want to go check out her podcast. She's the co-host um, of Intuitive Eating for Christian Women. She and Charlie uh, break it down really nicely on there. Um, it really, they really break down what it means to follow Jesus and not diets and what it means to be an intuitive eater. Um, so if you've struggled with dieting in the past, if you just want to learn a way to listen to your body and to let the spirit lead, um, this is a great place for you to do it. So Erin, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I had a great time. I hope you yes, did too, this was but... such a fun conversation. Thank you so yeah. much for the opportunity. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go, though, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. This will make sure you have access to all future episodes so you don't miss any of them. If you resonated with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify, as reviews are an important part of growing this podcast. If you have any friends or family who you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're not a part of the free Mindful Mamas online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to www.redhotmindset.com to check out the show notes and find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. That's all for now. Talk with you real soon. Bye, winner.